guess what? I know some goat facts. You want to hear them? I don't need any goat facts. No, seriously. Just listen. Did you know that goats are incredibly infectionate? <laughs> infectionate? Carl, you wear a condom, right? <laughs> infectionate? <laughs> Is that a word? <laughs> Just tell me you're wearing a condom. I, I definitely knew a girl like that once. Oh, come she was on, very Richard, infectionate. Though. Wait, I, do you guys know? You guys got any Neosporin? Oh, no. It's my days. Podcasting from mondays.pwop.com, it's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Lawrence Ryan here in the studio with Carl, Richard Campbell, Karen Greenwald, and Mark Miller, introducing show number 61, The Goat Show. Goat Show? Huh, maybe it's about eating goats? Feeding goats? Hmm. Mondays is produced by Pwop Productions, providing professional media and podcasting services online at www.pwop.com. And now, the man who makes his editors bleep the F-word but has no problem with words like goat sphincter, Carl Franklin. Yeah, it's Mondays. We're back for number 61. We couldn't stay away. Hi, guys and girl. Hi, oh. Hi boy. Hey, hey, we're man. eight episodes away from episode 69. I know. Boy, that, that'd be a good one. <laughs> yep. Going to have to plan that one. Yeah. <laughs> Got to know where to put your elbows. We'll do the numerology show. It takes a, It does take a little planning for a 69th show. Uh, anything that involves the word 69 <laughs> takes a little planning when <laughs> you're as fat as I am, actually. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. That's a visual. Wow. But thank God for Outlook's calendar. Uh, <laughs> Karen. Yes. What's your state current state of homelessness or whatever? Bring yeah, us is your up house, to date. Karen, is your I, house still burned down? Um it's yeah. It's got I, I like to refer to it as an open floor plan, but it's still it's still <laughs> it's still got that um campfire goodness going on. Nice. And and yeah. thank God we've had rain because I really needed that on my, you know, the rest of my rubble. It needed to rain. <laughs> you need to be wet too. I, I need to be wet and on fire. Wet smoky you know, rubble. Karen, mm, think of it this way. At least wet. now you got a nice little fixer-upper opportunity. <laughs> ah, that's right cuz you know that's just what I was looking for when I <laughs> bought a house and Suppose you had the smoking hole in the ground full of crap. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> this sucks so bad. I don't know why I didn't listen to the sexy black man and put my hands and be in good hands with Allstate because let me tell you our insurance has come in not so much with the money oh. for insurance they oh, suck. So, uh, they suck able so. to replace your home with a canvas tent I am able to replace my home no probably a lean-to though I don't know, but I but could get to it. supply your own palm frond. Uh, an igloo. They'll, they'll pay for an igloo. So, Karen, igloo. this is the the insurance company that you that you went with with the friend, right? You told us about last time. Oh, well, friend, he was huh? like, Karen, what the? F-? Not so much with the friendness anymore. I was just going to ask. Okay, just, a little low on the friend side. Just FYI, it's a little awkward when. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little awkward. 
awkward when you go for your friend for insurance and your house burns down. Just in case you're one. He, hey, you guys want to come over for dinner? <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to come over to our wet, smoky rubble? And I'll oh, totally host a cocktail party at No, you can say you can get a tent. Say, hey, we got a tent thanks to your company. Come on over to our tent. <laughs> we'll have twinkies. <laughs> yeah. They'll look at, yeah, can you guys babysit our kids? Because um, since they're not going to be able to go to college now anyway, we might as hey, well forget no to take them out of school. Or you whatever. bring the wine. You bring, and everything else. You bring the house. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No, it's, 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 um. Yeah, not so good, because did I tell... Oh, oh, there's a part three, boys, to the story. So I'm freaking at the... I don't know if you know anything about self-storage units, but they're not where you want to be. They are... Can't live in them. They're bad places. And, well, here's... Think about the people who would employ the use of a self-storage unit. It's not good. There's one guy who it's completely filled with rubble and a bunch of books and a lawn chair. Then he sits there all day. Uh So that's nice. I like that guy. And then there's this other girl... This other woman who has her storage shed next to me because all of my belongings are now in a storage shed. And um, and and sh- there's a lot to say about her, but I'm not sure that I can and still be like a good person. So but I'm <laughs> but I'm at my storage unit and the movers are there and they're moving the stuff in. And I don't know if I told you guys this, but I had a car accident like the week before my house right. burned yeah. down. You, you, right. you, you, you didn't think about it much because you led, you followed that with, oh, mm. and my house burnt down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That sort of okay. overshadowed the car accident. So my whole, yeah. the whole side of my car is kind of a little bit smashed in, except for the back panel, right? So the guy, the mover, is like backing his truck out and I'm laughing. Oh, don't hit my car. Ha ha. Oh my God, you fucking hit my car. He actually <laughs> hit my car as he's moving all of my worldly possessions into a storage shed because I'm oh. homeless. He backs his big truck into the only panel of my car that didn't have damage. Oh, and I was, shit. Are you fucking kidding me? So I had to call my friend again and be like, um, guess what? Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. That's almost worthwhile calling him again to go, hey, I need to make an insurance. Hey, claim. I need to make this another insurance. This is proof that God claim. hates hot women. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I. I don't. I don't I, uh, yeah. It's. It was so bad. I was like, and the guys were like, "No, I'm pretty sure we didn't do that." I'm like, "No, because you see all the oh, yellow Jesus, paint." Jesus, they said they didn't do it. Yeah, and I'm like, "Do you see we're at a storage unit where you're on camera and you see the yellow paint? <laughs> For the love of God, you did it! You did it! You hit my car! You hit my fucking car! <laughs> <laughs> You hit my fucking car, and now I have to park my rubble piece of car outside my rubble piece of house and pitch a fucking tent. They match. Oh, man. Yeah, I thought life was going pretty good, but not not so so much. Did you you talk to your insurance guy about that one? Your friend? He's um, not talking to me anymore. (laughs) Not taking your calls. When you called him and and he said, I want to talk to Troy, and you said, Troy's busy pitching a tent, did did he take... Troy left me because there's a big black cloud over my head. <laughs> He's scared <laughs> to be around me. No, no, yeah, he. I don't know what to do about that particular. Oh, I got. I have a suggestion. I, I alluded to it last time. Let's put a PayPal donation button on mondays.pwop.com. There's a whole bunch of fans <laughs> who want to donate. Yeah, somebody already asked. Things like, uh, yeah, a couple of people. And I want to say, Monday's listeners who wrote me, that was really sweet. Like, the people wrote me and said, like, if there's anything I can do from Ottawa, Canada, or whatever. It was really sweet, though. That was yeah, really nice. Thank you so happy, much. You know? It was so yeah. unbelievably nice. I do have to say, 
that is the only like upside of this is that people are like um, at your nicest when you're homeless and destitute. <laughs> <laughs> except for your friend who's the insurance agent. Yeah, guy. except for him. He's not at You've his seen nicest. the best side of and humanity. Here's, here's him. Here, here's what he says. Oh, you know what, though? You guys, you don't need a lawyer. You definitely don't need a lawyer, guys. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're, you're a good friend. Thank you so much. But anyway, so it, it pretty much sucks ass. But, you know, no, there is a, the other good part is, is that insurance is actually paying for um, temporary housing. So the only temporary housing we could find is a winter rental, and it's right on the water. Nice. It's like nine feet from the water. So I get up in the morning, and I have my coffee, and there are these, like, egrets. And you take your penicillin for the I pneumonia. I take my value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take, I pop a few quaaludes and I'm good for the day. <laughs> you take off your seven layer parka that you well, slept you know, in. I, I was, <laughs> my, shut off my lantern. <laughs> then I gotta go break the ice on the well. You find bic lighters in bulk. You know? I don't like. Well, I don't like to use you know all my my propane for lighting during the day. I gotta use it for night for my kids to do their homework. Bye. <laughs> so not good. So not good. I was just telling Carl that I went last night to the block party of the house where I used to live because they figured, well, since your house burnt down, I figured, you know, and the, you can still come to our block party since you're not getting to any other block party real soon. And and one of my neighbors calls me and he's like, well, just because you moved away doesn't mean you're not a neighbor. And I'm thinking, uh, I'm, yeah, I think it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it does Check mean that. that. Definition. Thanks for the definition. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. But uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure that that's true. But anyway, so I did. Go, I went to the block party last night. It was um, fun. And I'm a little bit hungover. All right, let's start the show off right. And uh, Karen had to step out for a minute, stepping in from his Rich Pendleton. Hi, Rich. Hello. And we're going to start off with things I've learned this week. I've learned that the restrooms at Hannafin's Irish Pub are reserved for patrons only. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I've learned that flipping off the owner who points out the restroom rule sign as you walk by the bar does not make you a patron. Okay. No tokens for that. Here we go. I've learned that the phrase, Now you're gonna buy a fucking pint, you fucking fat bastard! (laughs) Is Gaelic. For restrooms are reserved for patrons only. Oh, man. I've learned that in Gaelic, an exclamation mark is often accompanied by a right hook to the jaw. Huh? Uh-huh. Hey, speaking of Gaelic, is Rory still in the in the studios? I've learned... <laughs> he totally is, man. I've learned that palm olive really does soften your hands while you do the dishes. Huh. I've learned that my urine is about the same color as Bushmills Irish whiskey, especially especially when blended in the same bottle with the real thing. There's no bottom to the barrel, Richard. No bottom. Jeez. I've learned that the phrase, Jesus fucking Christ, this whiskey bottle's full of fucking piss, (laughs) isn't Gaelic at all, but English, and I... (laughs) And I can pretty much understand it perfectly. <laughs> that, that's what I learned this week. 
Ay, ay, ay. Well, you've learned a lot, haven't you, young lad? So, Mark, you have a, a letter or something somebody wrote? Yeah, I've got a Do letter read? from one of our listeners. Um, I'd like to read if that's okay. Sure, Which go ahead. one? Uh, this is from Alex Sheba. He says, Hi, folks. My name is Alexander, and I am from Ukraine. Yes, we do have an internet connection here. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. We share Just it. One, Just yeah. one. <laughs> so I'm apologizing for my poor English in advance. I'm a big fan of Mondays, and I am constantly listening to the show in order to improve my English language skills. Oh, yeah. no. Bad idea. Bad idea, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> this is not a good manifestation of the English language. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm going to teach a new term. Uh, it's bad f***ing idea. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> bad f***ing idea. Is the adjective. <laughs> f***ing. All right. So Alex uh, goes on to say, he says, the meaning of poppy chulo tortured me right. for a long time. <laughs> so I decided to investigate this problem. Since I am not a Spanish erotic expert yet. Oh, goodness. Yet. Yet. I, I addressed to a native Spanish-speaking girl, and her hand hit my face with repeated force until a very fecal matter exploded from my back end. Oh. <laughs> very... <laughs> Yeah, Alex, I think the phrase you're looking for is slap the shit out of me. <laughs> I explained her I was not a Spanish erotic expert, and she stopped with the face hitting me and clarified this meaning as, quote, a form of calling a guy, however, it is not already common in Spain, unquote. Mm. Hope I didn't misunderstood her answer. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Alex. In conclusion, I want to say that all you are just great, and it is a pleasure to listen to your show, though I always do not understand what you are talking about. <laughs> Sorry, neither can the people Keep over here. <laughs> Signed, Alex. Awesome, Alex. Alex, uh, as part of being our only listener, you're going to get a brand new car. A new car. Right, right, Carl? <laughs> Isn't that what you got? <laughs> no? No prizes? Sorry. Sorry, Alex. Thanks for the letter, though. Now it's time for Girl. 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 Papi Chulo. Hey, you know what? Just as a Papi Chulo side note, I got to tell you, Carl, sent, Carl, you sent me the... um. Uh, an email explaining that Papi Chulo means pimp daddy, pimp daddy, right? You know what? It. I don't think that it does. I think you misunderstood the email. I think it means like, I think when you see a hot guy and you like Papi Chulo, it's like you know, it, it's like as it's like construction girl. It, it's like <laughs> it's like construction guy whistling to hot girl. I don't. Ah. I think it's like that. There's a in in Italian. It's ciao chicho. Like that's okay. what you say, but you wouldn't usually say it if you're a decent girl. You wouldn't say it like in the throes of passion. Papi Chulo. No, no, you. it's a cat call to a hot guy. Okay. I Yeah, there's a story about that, but it's, yeah. I so, well, we got, <laughs> the hot guy. we got the definition right, just not the context, maybe. Context. Well, context yeah. Context was wrong. Well, it's not, yeah, it wouldn't be a pimp. You wouldn't call it to, you want to, you would well, call Well, yeah, it. it's like hot daddy. Hot daddy. Yeah, yeah, hey, hot daddy. That's yeah. right. Right. Yeah. Papi Chulo. Hey, I'd Papi. Okay. All right. So, tonight on Girl. <laughs> no, wanna... Let me just tell you, it made Miguel pitch a tent, so. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of pitching tents. I love that visual. That makes me so happy. That's go. actually That's, that's my, my gift to you this week, Karen. Thank you. Thank you for that. Pitch a tent. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest part cuz you know Mark Mark was saying before we started that 
um, that what was it, Mark, about lesbians? Oh, that lesbians have more um, orgasms with than than women who have straight sex. But Jordan, I believe yeah. your response was, "Well, duh." Yeah, my response was, "Well, duh." <laughs> that, that makes total sense. <laughs> Gourmets eat better than uh, you know. But what they don't whatever. have, right? Exactly. Women are women. Yeah, of course, women are better at that. But um, but what they don't have is that like um. You know, that appendage, that whole pitch a tent kind of thing, which is actually really... Big dick, I think, is what you're talking a about. A big dick is what I'm talking about, but actually there's... there's a... I've never pitched a tent with my dick. <laughs> Usually take it out of the tent first, is what you're saying. I, I think I'm not abusing it enough, okay? By the time it's pitchable, it's out in the open, is what uh, you're saying. I've never had that idea until now. Okay, honey. She's like, we didn't bring any six. That's Okay. <laughs> Want to come, Papi Chulo? Come camping with me. All right, Kara, what you got? Okay. Um. All right. Tonight, I wanted to talk a little bit about sex ed for kids. Here's mm. the thing: don't make up names for things that aren't the right things. Okay? It's not okay. I have a friend. Not okay. She calls her daughter's private parts. A peachy. And then she offered her daughter peach water, and the daughter was horrified. <laughs> you don't do that to them. The person who taught my son that his penis is called as Johnson forever made it awkward for me to meet anyone named Mr. or Mrs. Johnson because my son points and left. The same man who referred to his testicles as walnuts has made it very difficult for us to be in any setting where walnuts are served. So all I'm saying is... It's a penis and a vajayjay. Don't make up cute little names. Don't. It's not okay. The other thing is, don't make up other things either. I mean, I'm not saying you need to get into technique with your kids and spit or swallow kind of conversation. <laughs> but I have a friend, and when her daughter asked why the baby was in her belly, she said, God put it there. Oh, yeah, that's just what you want. You want your daughter to think that she has no control over whether or not she gets pregnant. Nice. <laughs> All of a sudden, boom, God put it there. La, la, la. <laughs> Welcome it to... It wasn't me, Mom. <laughs> yeah, God put it there. Sounds like a Meg Tilly movie. Exactly. A little Agnes of God. A little Agnes I was of like, God What happening. are you thinking? And then this uh, another friend I have said... Well, I don't want her to be a teen, a pregnant teen, so I told her, well, you can't get pregnant until you're married. It's not possible. Oh, oh welcome to the world's great. future That'll eighth work. grade slut, <laughs> because oh, I'm not married, Mom. It's totally fine. Oh. And I have another friend who was like, well, it happens when two people love each other, they make a baby. Skipping entirely the middle step that, mm. <laughs> that is needed in there. And I just thought, like, this poor kid is going to be totally paranoid Break to ever, the like, chemistry set. love. <laughs> exactly. So, a couple shakes of vinegar. <laughs> Boom. Make a make baby. A baby. <laughs> so yeah. that's all I really wanted to do is a public service announcement about sex ed for your kids. Yeah. Get up for girls. No, Karen, so you, true. you bring this up, but I was just in the car with my wife and uh, my daughter, who's like uh, five years old, and she's like, Dad, what does the baby look like, you know, before that? I go, well, it was very, very tiny. And she goes, what about did the baby look like before that? I go, well, before that, it wasn't a baby. It was, there was an egg and a sperm and the sperm. And my wife is like, what are you saying? <laughs> 
she's five years old. And I go, what do you want me to do? I go, it looks like it tells you. She she's because my wife's all freaked out because we're precipitously close to the question, where does the sperm come from? Right. right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just skating along this just narrowly. And, you know, she doesn't ask. So we're good to go so far. You know, she doesn't ask that. Where does the tadpole come from, daddy? Nice. It comes from the pond with the frogs, honey. And then we're done, right? <laughs> well, that it totally reminds me of that. We were driving down the road one time. I don't know if I ever told you this before, but all of a sudden, it was just after my son had learned to read, and he goes, <gasps> like I look back, and he's thrown his body across the body of his baby sister, and he goes, "What kills babies?" And I look up, and there's a huge sign that says, abortion kills babies. Oh, and no. he's horrified, thinking like, Mom, why are you on this road? It's clearly marked. <laughs> clearly. This awesome. is not the road for us to take my sister down. Oh, man. What is wrong with you, Mom? Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? <laughs> I read the sign, and I think we should turn around right now. <laughs> awesome. That was it. That was a nice moment nice and comfortable beautiful just spit it out <laughs> that's what we're saying just say what it is <laughs> yep mr miller you got some dumber i do all right now it's time for people dumber than me with mark miller mark scans the news finding stories about people that are doing dumb things he figures if they're dumber than him they're probably also dumber than you and will therefore help you feel better about yourself mr miller i have one story for you carl and this title of the story is but you f*** one goat. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> the subtitle is Why Mark's Children Have to Be Out of the House While He Records. That's true. And really anyone with any sense of decency. Right. To explain Richard's comment, when trying to get this meeting point where we'd all come together, uh, we're actually recording on a Sunday morning. And it was a little challenging. I said I had to get all of the kids out of the house. And they're like, why, why? I said, because I say goat f***er several times. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I need the kids out of the house. (laughs) Daddy, what's a goat f***er? Well, you see, there's a tadpole. Yeah, the tadpole. Ask your mama. (laughs) Egg of the goat and the sperm. There's a conversation for the drive to school. It's not bad, huh? (laughs) All right. So Mr. Alifi of High Malakal, he heard a loud noise around midnight last night, or sorry, last night, last week, (laughs) and immediately rushed outside. Mr. Alifi was astonished to find his neighbor, Mr. Tombe, spanking the ass of his prized boar goat, Satina. Checking for marbling. (laughs) According to Mr. Alifi, quote, he was very intent upon learning the genetic origins of my dearest Satina. You kept asking, who was her daddy? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. (laughs) It soon became apparent to Mr. Alifi that Mr. Tombe was doing more than spanking his goat's ass. According to Mr. Alifi, quote, when I asked him, what are you doing here? He was so surprised he fell off the back of the goat. So I captured him and tied him up. (laughs) <laughs> i'm presuming not the goat right oh my god can, can you picture that carl <laughs> no Imagine i'm trying it, not carl, to in the dark of the night 
You sneak over to Karen's house. You're riding her country fair prize winning goat just like a porn star. <laughs> Suddenly, out of the darkness here, Karen's husband asks that most awkward of all questions. Uh, hey, Carl. What are you doing there? <laughs> yes? Oh, man, that would suck. I feel sorry for you already. I mean, how did you get out of that, Carl? Thanks. It's bad enough my goat doesn't have a house to live in. I mean, seriously. Now what? he's getting f***ed by my neighbors. Does, does Karen know about the personal moments you've shared with her goat? I didn't till now. Like, life wasn't traumatic enough for a goat in my life. Are you even there, Carl? Are you there? Hello? That was bad. <laughs> well, Carl, how exactly then do you explain your great goat humping shenanigans? Mark, I did not f*** any goats at Karen's house. So you're saying you tricked the goat in with carrots into coming over to your house first, eh? <laughs> Mark, this whole goat humping thing has nothing to do with me. This is your story, man. You're getting it mixed up with real life. Oh, sorry. My story. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Mr. Alifi then called the elders to get them to decide how to deal with the case. According to Mr. Alifi, quote, they said I should not take him to the police, but rather let him pay a dowry for my goat because he used it as his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's goat prostitution, plain and simple. That's right, Carl. Both Satina and her suitor, Mr. Inglegoat Humperdink. <laughs> We're forced to enter into a legal union of man and a, a goat. <laughs> oh the Council of Elders ordered Mr. Tombe to pay a dowry of 15,000 Sudanese dollars. No. That's about $40. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well. 40 bucks. That's well, pretty reasonable, eh, Carl? For a wife? For a dowry? Yeah. yeah that After is all, good. I bet you had to pay a lot more than 40 bucks to get out of that mess with Karen's goat. <laughs> that he's buying my new house. God damn it, Miller. I told you already. I didn't f*** any goat. Right. <laughs> hey, kids, maybe this would be a good time to point your browsers to www.goatsonline.com. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't, don't, don't. Clothing, shoes, and fashion accessories for your goat. Hey, Carl, look, there's an online poll just for you. What's your favorite goat? Nubian, pygmy, or African dwarf? Mark! Hey, Richard, do you see those purple goat pants featured oh so prominently on the site? The purple pygmy party pants. Do me a favor and discreetly let Carl know that the uh, hole in the back is for the goat's tail. <laughs> no! Mark, get back to the story. <laughs> All right, I will. But before I do, let's go out to shrinkster.com slash IBN. Indigo Bravo November. That's a self-help book I ordered for you, Carl. <laughs> the, the men who stare at goats. Men nice. who stare at goats. According to Mr. Alifi, and again I quote, we have given him the goat, and as far as we know, they are still together. <laughs> oh, my God. That's nice. It's a beautiful love story. Isn't it? It is, Karen. It's a nice, sweet, happy ending for it Mr. Tombe and dearest Satina. <laughs> now, Satina, the bride, the goat bride, was quoted as saying, which means, for the love of God, don't make me marry this goat f***er. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, is that a tin can? <laughs> so, Mr.
Mr. Tombe. Your days of gratuitous goat gonad groping have finally come to an end. <laughs> so to speak. Ew. You, you, you goat fucking goat fucker. <laughs> you, sir, are dumber than me. Yes, yes you, you are. are. And more desperate, I'm hoping. Damn. Okay, now it's time for Richard the Toy Boy. Richard Campbell brings you the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the toys on the internet. Mr. Campbell. I'd like to bring a more serious note to the show because, after all, we're very serious people. Serious. And a product that I know has been in demand for years and years amongst the serious folks, and I'll bring it to you now, shrinkster.com slash IRT, Indigo Romeo Tango. Hmm. And the fine folks at Whole Armor Cases. Huh? What are Whole Armor Cases? They are unbreakable, watertight, dustproof, chemical-resistant, corrosion-proof, ultra-high-impact, copolymer, neoprene O-ring, purged valves, equip boxes <laughs> for your Bible. Yeah! <laughs> the irony is they're not acid-free. <laughs> not acid-free. Man, I would have called this, co- this product the Holy Armor. Holy Armor. Not Whole Armor. Now I can prepare for Armageddon. So apparently somebody decided that I, they needed to make a, a box that you could run a truck over and your Bible wouldn't be marked up. That's so funny because <laughs> I often am running over my Bible with a truck. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I need. Only 40 bucks? Such a deal. Such oh, a deal. so funny. They've got their own cartoon on the... You got to see the cartoon. I yeah. didn't want to leave that. Would you like to get back to technology? Would that make you happy? Yes. Yes, Please. Please. Please, please. I'm begging you. How about a USB product? Let's go to a USB product. Something something you could be comfortable with. Not even a weird USB product, really. Take a look at shrinkster.com slash IRV, Indigo, Romeo, Victor. I'm still trying to figure out if this place is real. It's called Buslink Buy. And you'll see in the new release category, 64 gigabyte USB keys. Wow. Wow. I like. There you go. And discounted. A mere five thousand dollars in stock now. Well, five thousand bucks. Sixty-four gigabytes. Okay, now Richard, you have a USB-powered portable hard drive, right? Yes, I do. And how much did you pay for it? Mm, Three hundred bucks. And what's the capacity? Sixty gigabytes. Uh, so let me just do the Let's math. Let's think hard. But you get moment. four more gigabytes here, though. <laughs> four more gigabytes for another four thousand dollars. Three hundred bucks. <laughs> it, it it looks like a giant, you know, one of these safe deposit boxes in terms of the size. It's a uh, it's a pretty beefy USB key. No two. They don't know how it, to scale it's... images on the website. That's for sure. Yeah, images yeah. are screwed up. Well, it's part of what makes me think it isn't real. But I'll tell you what is definitely real. In the same line, from a company I actually trust. Yeah. Shrinkster.com slash IRW Indigo Romeo Whiskey. And the folks at SanDisk, with the SanDisk Extreme 3s, now making 16-gigabyte compact flashes. Awesome. We've seen them in prototype. These are production units. You will notice, click on the link to buy, and a price on there, about 1000 bucks Wow. For 16-gigabyte, high, very high speed, 80 times speed uh, compact flash disk. Awesome. That, yep. And got to love the guys at SanDisk. They're making oh, great yeah. products. Hey, Richard, this would be perfect for the portable recording rigs we have. Yes, sir. You know, that's exactly what I was thinking, because yep. we were always concerned about 
having enough space to record all the shows we're recording. Not yep. that we ever run out or anything. Yeah, your battery would run out before the disk space. Yeah. Awesome. And I have one more USB product for you. And it was this was really for Karen, but she had to go. Shrinkster.com slash IRX, Indigo Romeo X-Ray, and the female USB gloves. Oh, God. Says right on it, G is for girls. <laughs> These are pink and blue and yellow fuzzy gloves with USB-powered heaters in them. Ah. I'm thinking Christmas present. There you go. <laughs> and if you notice the links at the pictures at the bottom there, somebody's actually used an infrared uh, thermometer to check the heat of after heating and before heating with the glove. Crazy. So you can see, ooh, 48 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Ah, it's a little warm for me. Mm-hmm. You know, a coat and exercise would also get your fingers warm. <laughs> True. That... I can think of a few other things, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like goat f***ing? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. I wasn't thinking about that, actually. Wow, no, I wasn't thinking about that at all. No, why did Carl come up with that? <laughs> I don't know. He's the only one thinking about that. You know, and you just know he's going to be coming up on his blog. I didn't f*** any goats. I didn't. I swear. <laughs> you started it, man. You started it. <laughs> but it kind of makes you wonder. It's kind of like Rory saying, I didn't. I'm not that. I'm not what Mark says I am. <laughs> I'm going to kick him in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, and file this next one under the category, yes, it's true, the robots are taking over, shrinkster.com slash I-R-Y, Indigo, Romeo, Yankee. The website, of course, is all in Korean. I have read through the translation, which is humorous unto itself, but let me actually talk about the product. This is a South Korean-developed product for the border between South Korea, the demilitarized zone, South Korea, North Korea, it is a completely robotic gun that they've mounted on an ATV and will shoot huh. anybody that approaches it. This picture looks like it's mounted on a rock in the very front one right here. Iraq, Iran. Yeah, looks like they did mount one on a rock. And they are talking about non-moving units. But if they look at the photo a little oh, further yeah, down, you can see the AT-8V version. And if you really want some entertainment, feel free to click on that ATV link because it'll actually show you a video of this gun pointing all over the place at random. Jesus. <laughs> a couple of guys running, the gun tracking them, and then, yes, yeah, shooting. There I, you go. I, you know, I hope they have test cases for the software that powers this baby. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know what's so funny is like in the pictures, it's it's odd because it, on the site, they have as many pictures of the gun as they do of men in the targets of the gun. You know? <laughs> That's right. This is designed to kill people. Yes. Test this, pass. That's what this is. Test fail. This is not a hunting robot. <laughs> nope. Oh, so man. this would be kind of fun to mount on the corners of your house. I'm actually watching the movie The Hot Korean Chick on the left uh, of the website yeah, different there. motivations. Okay. <laughs> well. Uh, at a point to Jeff, have him say the word goat instead of chick in his last <laughs> sentence. <laughs> and speaking uh, of ATV type vehicles, take a look at shrinkso.com slash IRZ. I actually think this is pretty cool. Indigo Romeo Zulu. The company's called Camoplast. Huh. French. And they've got a conversion kit for your regular four-wheel ATVs. Yeah, I was going to say, that's an ATV. tracks on them. I love it. Nice. Isn't that neat? I like it a lot. These are really cool. They look like the big yeah. snow vehicles from The Empire Strikes Back. Well, yep. maybe. Other than the part where it doesn't fly and doesn't have a stormtrooper, just like that. Yeah, it's not. It's kind of short. Eh, never mind. But never mind. <laughs> Three feet tall. 
Yeah. That'd be great for going after goats in the snow, eh, Carl? Uh, <laughs> there's no. a theme to this show. I know there is. It's the Mark's a dick show. Oh, Carl hates me. <laughs> I don't hate you, Mark. Can you blame him? A lot of people hate me now that I think about it. Dick. I'm like, <laughs> I'm quite hated now. Lately. So, ever in a situation where you have a goat over, but you don't want to be caught sleeping with him? <laughs> Shrinkster.com slash ISO. That's Indigo Sierra Zero. And this is a sofa bed, but not an ordinary sofa bed. It is actually a sofa bed that turns into two bunks. Hey, didn't we do this one already, Richard? Oh, wow. I know I've seen Did this we already before. Did do this one? I haven't seen it before. This looks great. Um, maybe never. Maybe not. I, I think it. it's neat. And see, now you can put the goat in the lower bunk and you're in the upper bunk. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> happening. Nothing's happening. So the uh, kids sleep on the bottom. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I got two more toys for you. We'll go with a good one and a bad one. Let's start with, well, I don't know if this is good or bad. I like digital cameras, and here's a digital camera for you. Shrinkster.com slash IS1, Indigo Sierra 1. And the Sights 6x17 digital camera. Why? It shoots oh, massive cool. panoramas. Those are awesome. Oh, wow. massive I'll take that, man. That's Sweet. awesome. What you don't really grasp when you have to scroll down is just how freaking huge this camera is. Well, is this a yeah. film? Is this a film camera or digital? Digital. It's digital. Why does it need to be so fucking wide? Because <laughs> it's got a huge receiver on it. Yeah, it's got to have a big receiver, like a big scanner. You know, I think. Look I don't at know. the size of this camera. That is a big camera. If you scroll down, you can see the guy holding Holy it. Holy Wow. It's a big camera. Jeez, I didn't get the relative size until <laughs> just now. Yeah, you don't really grasp the fact that this is an enormous camera. So the image... Looks like a Borg implant. The, na the native image is 7,500 pixels by 21,250 pixels. Wow. Well, I That's still don't camera. understand why it has to be so big. Oh, wait. So here, there I see in the side a little bit. You can see it still doesn't make sense. It looks like they've elongated this thing much more than... Yeah, well, you still have to digitize the light, like perhaps like a scanner that you have to have a big receiving surface on, on the inside, maybe. Yeah, but that, that lens isn't going to be able to shoot out to every, that whole back area. I'm sure the scanner is probably about half that width across. Look at the lens. Yeah? It's like half the size of the guy's head. That's a big camera. All right. And it's of huge. course, the pricing, very sweet, a mere 29,000 euros. So what's that in, in U.S. dollars? 50 grand? About that. Yeah, depending on the time of day. Yep. That's a big camera. And believe cool. me when I tell you, that was the good toy in my list. That's nice. Yep. Because I'm now going to go to the bad toy. The dark side. Oh, very dark side. Because... You know, I was thinking back to the good old days of Mondays, and I wanted you guys to miss the haptic cow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and so I found something that'll make you miss the haptic cow. Shrinkster.com slash IS2 Indigo Sierra 2. From the site, Limbs and Things. <laughs> oh, God. The Rectal Examination Trainer. <laughs> oh, can we get this for Karen? That's kind of something oh. to help out with her, you know, since she's lost her house. It's only 700 pounds. It's God. a deal. And look, five interchangeable prostates. This site's got digits up the ass. You know, there's a bunch of shit doctors go through that they don't tell us about, man. Oh, man. The realistic sphincter tone and palpable sacrum are great, too. Can you imagine this? Like some kid, you know, his parents say, you're going to be a doctor, right? He said, no, I think I'm going to make butts. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do when I grow up. I want to be a butt maker. 
Oh, man. I wonder who modeled for this one. I wonder who's got the flap taken out of their ass. To have to model this one. <laughs> oh, yes. There are interchangeable uh, peritoneums is what they call them. Yeah. One for normal prostate examination and one with polyp and carcinoma. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Check out the ear exam simulator. Yuck. Well, I'm surprised you didn't get to the clinical pel- female pelvic trainer. Oh, no strap-on breasts down below. <laughs> oh, okay, you're after the strap-on <laughs> breasts. So there's all kinds of fun-filled sites for you to go to here. Okay, I'm officially creeped out. One easy fit vest. Do they have one of these for goats? <laughs> I was thinking about a Christmas present for a friend of mine. I don't mention any names on the show. Mm. But... How about the lumbar puncture simulator? Oh, Jesus. There's some fun. Well, is that all? Say yes. Are Please say yes. That's the last toy. I don't think I could top this one. All right. Oh, man, if you look at the price list, a rectal exam perineum is only 140 pounds. <laughs> 140 pounds, but, man. You know what? It makes that 50000 on the camera seem like a steal. <laughs> I wanted you to miss the haptic cow. Miss the haptic cow. <laughs> I do. Bring back the haptic cow. Bring it back. <laughs> I'm begging you. Well, guys, that's a show. Thanks to everyone who participated. Mark Miller, Richard Campbell, Karen Greenwald, and thanks to Rich Pendleton for sitting in for Karen earlier. Have a great week. Maybe we'll see you next week. 